Hey there, thanks so much for joining us here at Grace for Your Journey. I am Pastor Terry, and welcome to our podcast. We are in Matthew chapter 5. We've been talking about the Beatitudes, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, the longest discourse, by the way, Jesus ever gave. This is the longest sermon we have of Jesus, and it's more than just the Beatitudes, although that's what it's primarily known for. It starts there, and those are the internal realities that are going to be rewarded by God. If you hunger after peace, if you hunger after righteousness, um, then, then there are certain rewards for you, and uh, you advance the kingdom of God as you do that. Then the second thing, Jesus turns the corner and talks about how important we are. He says, we are salt and light. We're to preserve the world by our behavior, by our choices, by our actions, and we're to give light, direction to the world to find him. (laughs) We have a great responsibility there. And now he turns the corner and he talks about the law. Why? Because in his audience, um, were a lot of Jewish people, actually primarily Jewish people. There probably were some Gentiles. We know there were probably a few, but it was primarily Jewish. And so there was going to be a lot of confusion about this new teaching, this new kingdom ethic and theology, if you will, as it pertains to the law. Because remember, the Jewish folks were steep in the law. So Jesus begins in verse 17 and says this, Now I do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Every law... And every prophetic utterance has a fulfillment. It isn't meant to hang there forever. At some point, it's meant to be fulfilled. That means it's accomplished its purpose. All right. There were, what, 60 prophecies concerning Jesus' coming, first coming, and about another hundred implications of that concerning his birth, life, death, burial, and resurrection, very clearly laid out in Scripture. Well, Jesus came and fulfilled that. By the end of his life, those prophecies would be fulfilled. Not that they don't go, they don't go away, they don't cease to exist, but they're fulfilled. And when it comes to laws, there are laws that are going to be fulfilled in the New Testament and a shift is going to occur. Now, one of the big arguments about the law is the idea of the dietary code. A lot of people think that if you're going to be a good Christian, you have to be a good dietary person. You have to keep kosher. You have to now I'm not talking about eating protein and less carbs and exercising. That's just taking care of the temple. That's just wisdom, right? But there are people who believe that if you don't keep kosher, if you don't eat the dietary food and have the restrictions that the Jews had, then somehow you're not a good Christian. Okay, well, that's dismantled in the New Testament. One example on that. Uh, The Apostle Peter in Acts chapter 10 sees a vision of this cloth coming down with every manner of animal on it. And the Lord speaks to him and says, Arise, Peter, go kill and eat. Peter's response to the Lord is, Lord, I've never eaten anything impure in my life. In other words, I've kept this kosher dietary code forever. And then God goes on to say, look, it's not about what goes in. It's about what comes out. If I make it clean, the Lord says it's clean indeed. So right there, that law has been fulfilled. It's no longer expected of us to keep the dietary code. So this next verse is interesting because it says this, For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until it's been accomplished. The New Testament tells us what laws have been accomplished that we're no longer expected to keep. And the fulfillment of the prophecies in Jesus tell us those prophecies are no longer something we're looking forward to. But there are still prophecies we're looking for, specifically the second coming of the Lord. We'll get to that as we get to the end of Matthew. But So Jesus is teaching the Jewish believers, the Jewish followers, his new followers, saying, look, the theology and the kingdom is shifting a little. We're not throwing the law away, but know that the law has done its job. 
and the prophets are being fulfilled in me. Then he goes on and he says this in verse 20. He said, for I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus said, look, all these scribes and Pharisees are externally together. They keep kosher. They keep the law. They know the prophets. When you look at them from, from the outside, they look like they're perfect and have it all going in the right direction. But here's what Jesus knew. Inside, they were a rotting, empty tomb. Matter of fact, he says that a little bit later in Matthew. They're a rotting and empty tomb, and they don't have faith, and they don't have life. So let me ask you this. What are you trusting in today? Are you trusting in your works? Are you trusting in someone else's religion? Are you trusting in some fables or, or, or wives' tales that maybe you heard in your past to be okay with God? If so, there's got to challenge you. There's only one way to heaven, and that's through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's only one way to know Him, and that's by extending your faith to Him and asking Him for forgiveness. Do that today, and you will find an unbelievable life ahead of you, and you will find unbelievable grace for your journey as you live it out. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you and thank you for today. Now be with us, Lord, as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God's blessings on you, and we'll talk next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.